Hello and welcome to MMA Fight Club. I'm your host, Manuel Galarza. And in today's episode, we're going to be covering the full Bellator 259 card. Um, and that's Bellator 259 Cyborg Cyborg versus Smith Part 2. This is the, the rematch, right? This event's taking place today, Friday, the 21st of May. Um, begins at 9 p.m. And it's being hosted at the Mohegan Sun Arena in Connecticut, which has become like Bellator's, like, uh, Bellator's version of what UFC does uh, with their Vegas fights, right? So, <coughs> anyway, I'm going to jump right here into this card, and, you know, I'm, I'm going to say this as I jump into this card, that if you're looking to make, you know, solid bets <laughs> on mixed martial arts, Oh boy, this is not the card, okay? And I'm not trying to take any shots at Bellator, okay? I mean, the more mixed martial arts, the better. And clearly Bellator is, you know, they're like the G League, right? If you, if you follow the NBA, they're the G League. If you follow Major League Baseball, they're uh, like double A or something, right? Not quite triple A, but, you know, they're like the minor league system in, in many ways for uh, for UFC. And so what you get is like fights that you have on this card, you know, you, where you have somebody like, there's the Katsikis fight, Katsikis and, and Abba, the w first women's fight. It's like one fighter's one and oh, the other one's one and one. Like, you know, you get, you get that type of matchup. So my point is tread very carefully with this card. Um, you know, for me, I like to just wager a few things just to have some fun. Okay, so. Let's jump right in here and see what we've got, okay? We're going to start the night off with the first fight, Alexander Sh Shibili, or Sheb Shibli. Alexander Shibli versus Alfie Davis, okay? And, um, you know, Sh you know, Shibli is 19-3, and three, Alfie's 14-3, and three, so both of them are sporting pretty good records. Um, they're also both coming in 4-1 in their last five fights, and if they're both on four-fight winning streaks, right? So... That's kind of nice, right? So both guys are coming in, having won four fights in a row. Um, but now is where it gets wild. Look at the numbers. Like you know, Vegas has, you know, Shebley, Alexander Shebley, at negative 420, minus 420. Like, my goodness. Like, I get it. You know, he's like a Russian fighter, and they're, get, they're getting the rub, right? They're getting that Vegas rub, you know. Uh, it happened last week with Shevchenko's sister, right? I, I warned everyone, like, be careful of this. So I think that's happening here. I think if you're a Russian fighter or if you're anywhere from, <coughs> excuse me, if you're anywhere from, you know, those Kazakh re regions or anywhere near um, Khabib's territory, you're, you're going to get this, like, you know, this rub. And, and I kind of see that here. So I'm just going to start the night off by telling you guys, I'm – I'm on Davis, okay, so, you know, you could try to break down the film and try to, you know, really make a, an accurate prediction, but my, my betting angle here is strictly that Davis is plus 300, I like that, it's not like he's coming in on a four fight losing streak, the guy's coming in on a four fight winning streak, and so, you know, I, I'm going to have fun with this fight, I'm going to put a small wager on Davis to win, so I'm taking Davis here, um, and that's going to be the theme of the night. Uh, is we're going to be, I'm going to be taking a lot of dogs here. Um, just going to tell you right now, a lot of dogs that I think are, are where the value's at here. So, let's get to the next fight, which has um, our buddy here, Brett Johns versus Danny Sabatello. Uh, this is one of the few favorites I am going to take. Okay.
Okay, so I am on Johns. He's negative two six. He's a minus two sixty five. Seventeen and two record. Three and two in his last five fights. Sabatello is a plus two hundred. Nice ten and one record. Four and one in his last five fights. You know he's he's a pretty good fighter. Um, he's also in a four fight winning streak. You know which is always nice. Um, the thing is, Johns has just fought some really good dudes. You know, like he lost decisions against you know Aljamain Sterling and, and Munoz. Um, but man, he got that win over Gravely, and also against Montel Jackson recently. So um, he's pretty legit. Um, that this is one of the few fighters in this card um, that I'm looking at, and I'm saying, well, you know, there's there's some solid history. You can you can do some homework on him. You can make some conclusions on him. And you know, the guy was a UFC guy. Um, I guess word in the street is that he signed with Bellator for for more money, <coughs> not necessarily because he couldn't keep fighting in UFC. So. Yeah, I'm on Johns for this one. That's one of the few favorites that I'm I'm taking here in this card. And next fight is uh, McCourt and Harding. Okay, so I believe this is our first women's bout. Yes, Lee McCourt versus Janae Harding. Um, if you got a coin, <laughs> flip it and just whatever you call, go with it. Um, I'm gonna lean McCourt here. Okay, so like, if you actually just take a few, like if you look at the physical like a picture of both of these girls like um you're gonna probably like lean to harding right because she just looks a little more physical um but you know winning and losing are habits I, I i say that a lot so it sounds repetitive but you know harding is six and four so she's like almost at 500 percent winning percentage and mccord is four and one so i'm gonna take the girl who i guess wins more often and that's again here's how this card is going to break down it's just not a lot of history on some of these fighters to really make an accurate prediction in this case McCourt is minus 122 Harding is minus 106 it is a full-on pick em. I'm going with McCourt next fight here is Franklin and King and I'm just gonna say it right now going with the dogger pass type of approach here and gonna go with King now this one is you know look Franklin is a minus 900 Oh, Bellator. So Franklin is a minus nine hundred. What what's his record? Just just take a guess. How many fights this guy has fought? Yeah, you probably guessed it. Like it's close to freaking zero. He he's fought in two fights. So two fights, okay. Um man, you know, like I, I just guys who have fought in only two fights, I almost don't care who it is. I should say almost, right? Almost. In this case, like I don't care who it is, he's fighting. He's fighting Tyler King. All right, yeah, Tyler King's twelve and nine. He's not. He's not gonna knock anybody's socks off. He's a plus five fifty underdog. I'm putting a little sprinkle on King here to upset Franklin. All right, so this is a dog or pass situation. If you don't want to bet on the fight, I can totally understand the situation, right? Because why would you bet on Franklin? It's minus nine ten. You're going to bet almost a grand to make $100? No, thank you. So I'm looking at, at King here as an upset that you just you bet on him a little bit and you just enjoy the fight, right? Okay, that that's my approach there on that on that, on that fight. Next fight, Ghazali and Felton. Okay, so we've got Aviv Ghazali versus Sean Felton. Um, Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm trying to figure out here, like, is this just a Bellator thing where they just, like, they just throw together these crazy numbers. You know, Vegas is pretty accurate, right? So they got Ghazali at negative 500. I mean, I, I, he's 5-0, and oh, okay. 
So he's fought five times, like, and he hasn't fought anybody significant. Um, so yeah, you know, you're just kind of wondering, like, you know, I, 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 he like he's he's not a UFC guy yet. You know, he's just got five fights, and and the guys he fought against, you know. I mean, one of those, I, th- I think two of those wins he fought against guys who had never fought before. And the last one was against a guy who was 1-0. and zero. So, my goodness, make of that what you want. I'm not impressed. And so, um, you know, I don't know, call me a little crazy here. I'm just going the other way. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to go with Felton. And, you know, Felton's not the greatest fighter. He's okay. <laughs> he's only fought uh, seven, eight fights himself. So, it's not like he's got a bunch of experience. But... He's an American, um, you know, I'm going to go ahead and support the American here. I'm going to go Sean Felton. Now, look, Felton is a plus 350 <laughs> underdog here, so I love it. I love it. I think, you know, if you're with me so far in this card and you haven't changed this channel or you haven't hung up the podcast thinking this guy is nuts, um, we're on Davis at plus 300, we're on King at plus 550, and we're on, and we're on Felton at plus 350. So let's keep it going. All right, on to the next fight, which is um, it's another women's fight. Okay, we've got Sumiko Anaba versus Christina Kasikis. Okay, and oh boy, here we go with uh, <laughs> and we talk about lack of experience. These two young ladies have three total fights between them. Christina Kasikis is one and one. And Sumiko Inaba is one and zero. Oh. You know when you're one and zero fighting against a girl who's one and one, they're gonna make you a five sixty negative five sixty favorite. You know, I'm calling baloney right here on this one, and I'm going with Katsikis, who's the plus three seventy five underdog. And like, here's the rationale: women's M and A, women's M. I keep saying that tonight, like M and M's, women's MMA. That just tells you right there, anything's possible. Super shifty, judges play a part. We don't know what fight they're watching, right? So, women's MMA, right? And it's going to be going decision probably, right? Three total fights between these two fighters. There's no way you can draw any conclusions about what you're going to expect to see there tonight. Like, there's just no way. Okay. The last factor is, if you're just looking to see how can I get the most value, well, you might as well just take the dog in this situation. Even if this prediction is off, and even if even if Inaba wins, are you going to be putting up minus five sixty five hundred dollars to make a hundred bucks? You can't even put this in a parlay and make any sense of it. So, either you know get the popcorn out and just sit back, enjoy the fight, nothing wrong with that, or hey, sit on the edge of your seat. And put twenty bucks on Katsikis and see what she can do. So we're on Katsikis, another dog here, and that's you know dog or pass philosophy. Moving on to the next fight here on the card, we've got um, Mr. Grant Neal against Ty uh, Tyree Fortune. I'm gonna sound repetitive, but again, this is the same kind of situation. Neal's minus two eighty six, Fortune's plus two twenty. I'm going with the dog here. I'm going with Fortune. And, you know, here's the reasons why. Let's talk about the reasons why. Forget about the money line. These guys have both have only fought five fights. They're both 5-0. and oh. You know, like, wh- what can you really decipher between these two guys? It's so different. 
Like, you know, you'd really be trying to sell me a bag of you-know-what if you could try to tell me you know for sure that Neil's going to be the better fighter tonight. I don't think anybody knows that. The Vegas Vegas is kind of putting people in a trap here. Minus 286, there's going to be some amateur people out there wagering, just open up their DraftKings account today. Oh, I want to throw some money on Bellator. They're going to come across this Neil name and see minus 286 and say, oh, okay, we got some value there. The guy's 5-0. and well, he's fighting a guy who's also 5-0. and <laughs> Like, you can flip a coin here. I'm flipping the coin, and I'm going with the dog. I want to get as much back from from my little wager that I can get back. So, you know, going with the dog again. All right, last fight here for the prelims. And uh, here we're going to get back into the sanity bag sanity bag bandwagon here. We're going to go with the favorite here on this one. We've got Nate Andrews at 16-3 and three fighting Saad Awad. Dude's name is literally Saad Awad. And it may pronounce it like a sad Awad. He's going to be sad tonight. Nate Andrews beats him up. Um, got Nate here uh, winning this fight. Um, and look, Nate's a minus 335 favorite. So, you know, here's a situation where I have a little more background on, on Andrews. Uh, there's more film. It's more of a history. You know, he's 16-3. and three. He's not like 1-0. and oh. Um so there's a little bit more of a track record. You can you can sort of derive a better idea for what to expect. Um, I think every which way you put it, he's the better, more durable fighter, um, and he's going to win that fight. So from a betting standpoint, I mean, I don't I don't really mess with anything over you know minus three hundred. I mean, it's just just outside my wheelhouse. So you know, if you're going to have fun with this and maybe choose a a prop bet. Maybe Andrews gets him out of there in the first or second round. <clears throat> Some kind of finish. All right, that wraps up the prelim. Let's go to the main card. And, <clears throat> you know, before I get to the main card, I do want to pull something up here. You know, you're probably listening to this video by now. And if you have listened by now, you're thinking to yourself, why in the world is this guy just taking all these underdogs? Like, can't win like that. You know, Vegas knows what they're talking about. You know, Vegas doesn't just make the numbers up. Well, let me share this with you here, okay? On May 7th, which was the last Bellator event, right? <clears throat> That's when Sergio Pettis won his his belt over Archuleta, right? Let me tell you about that card because if you, if you mess with that card, you know where I'm heading here. Okay? If you were if you were betting that night, you know exactly where I'm going. And you're probably still listening to this show right now because you know that what I've been saying about those dogs in Bellator is is real. Okay? It's real. Quickly looking back at the May 7th card. Okay, Sergio um, Pettis, he wins his fight. He's a plus 126 underdog, whatever. That was like almost a pick him. Good fight. Kind of surprised a few people. I was on Archuleta, so I had that one wrong. Okay. Now let's slide down here. We're in the main card. This guy, Queely. Okay. Queely was fighting Freery, Freery Pitbull, whatever. Like the 100th guy named Pitbull. So Queely was a plus 225 dog okay plus 225 i i took a stab at him thought he had some value there and i really didn't like the minus 305 for pitbull i'm like yeah no what ends up happening quilly wins the fight okay plus 225 right there's only four fights on that main card that night that was one of the four the first fight on the main card to open was page versus anderson and the numbers were identical page was a minus 305 Anderson was a plus 225. And 
look what ends up happening. Okay, Page wins the fight. Anderson loses. All right, so it doesn't work out for you there, right? Same numbers, but in this case, Page wins. Last fight, Quilly wins. Uh, the third fight on that main card was Johnson and Augusto, and Johnson was like a gigantic favorite, minus, four, minus 455, <clears throat> and he wins. So here's the point. Four fights there in the main card. Two of the underdogs won. Half, right? Now, going down to the prelims, where you get, like, the real junky fights, where you're just, like, you don't know, they've only fought a few fights, whatever. All right, there was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven fights. Seven fights total. I'm going to slide right to the two big ones here. Almeida versus Soto. Almeida was a minus 500 favorite. He lost. He lost to Soto. Soto was plus 360. Soto won. And looking at their records, Almeida was five and zero. Oh, here we go, five and zero oh going to the fight, and Soto was three and one. So a combined nine total fights between the two of them, just not enough, not enough to really make a conclusion. So I took the dog, dog one. That was nice. Corrales and Campbell. Corrales was a minus five nine, minus five ninety favorite, a minus five ninety favorite. Everyone was on Corrales to win the fight. Uh, except Mr. Campbell, who came in there and upset him with the plus 400 dog he won. So, look, I'm not saying every Bellator card is going to be like this, but recent history, and I know it's recency bias here, Queeley, Anderson, Soto, Campbell, and Pettis were all dogs on that card. I'm sorry, I said Anderson. I got to leave that out of there. Anderson lost. Queeley and Soto and Campbell were all plus 225 or higher dogs, and then the main card, Pettis, was a little bit of a dog. My conclusion is that when you look at these Bellator cards right now and you just look at the experience, right? So we're about to go on the main card. In the main card, we have a little more experience, but like the main card opens up with Loretto versus Guy, right? So let's look at that one here. So the first fight in the main card here for 259 Bellator is Valerie Loretta, Loretta, I'm sorry, versus Hannah Guy. I mean, they have six total fights between the three between the two girls. I mean, six fights again. That's just no experience. You don't know. You have no idea if one of these girls has a chin issue. You have no idea if one of them has, uh, you know, a cardio issue. And you don't know why because they've only fought a total of six fights between the two of them. What changes they could have made? I mean, who knows if one or two or both are not even fighting. In, in MMA in, in a year or two. So, you know, this is very much the beginning of their career. When you go here and you look at the numbers, Vegas is just wilding out on this one. They got Loretta at minus 625. So you know what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going with Guy. I'm picking Guy to win. I'm betting a little money on Guy. And I'm not going to make any excuses if it doesn't work out that way. But you will never see me betting on someone who's minus 625. And in this situation, I think I just explained why you can't even be sure she's going to win the damn fight. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's just no way to be sure of that. So, no, no, I'm not falling into that trap. I'm taking a dog. I'm going to enjoy it. And I'm thinking this is going to be one of those ones that just, you know, falls my way, hopefully, right? Okay, so let's move on to the next uh, fight here on this main card. And that's going to be uh, Willis, Jaleel Willis versus Macon Mendoza. Mendoza? Oh, jeez, forget it. Mason, okay? Mason and Jaleel Willis, all right? And uh, with this fight right here, I am leaning uh, towards Willis. And you know, Willis is a plus 100, so this is about to pick him. I'm not taking him in this case because he's a dog. I want to clarify that. Um, 
this is one of my strongest picks of the night in terms of the ones that I feel most strongest about. I do like Willis here. I think the plus 100 is really great. Um, if he was minus 100, I would take him. If he was minus 200, I would take him. You know, I would probably bet Willis here all the way up to minus like 250. Okay, that's how strong I feel about him. They're both coming in here 5-0 in their last five fights. Okay, so they're both coming in here with some momentum. I just think that Willis has a power advantage. Um, you know, I, I think he's got a little bit of a power advantage here over Ma Ma Mason. So I'm on Willis. Um, and uh, with plus 100, that's just great. Great. So, all right, next fight in the card is Edwards. I mean, I couldn't believe the numbers when I saw this. We got Edwards here versus Vanderford, right? So Fabian Edwards versus Austin Vanderford. Now, Vanderford was a replacement. Right, because I think Fabian Fabian was gonna fight. Um, no, I'm sorry, that was a that was a different fighter, a different fighter. Anyway, so this guy Austin Vanderford, American, he's ten and zero. You know, just that always looks great, right? Ten and zero. Fabian's nine and one, um, and you know, I think Fabian's got an advantage. I think he's a, I think he's a very athletic guy. Um, I think that's where he's got an advantage. He's a little more athletic, a little quicker. Um, you know, you can't really say they fought a lot of good talent. You know, they, they kind of just fought some average guys. Um, Fabian did lose his last fight to Costello. It was a split decision, you know. Could have gone either way. I mean, um, Costello's an okay fighter, so I can't sit here and rant and rave and say how he's a really good fighter or whatever else. Um, you know, as for Austin, I mean, he's 10-0. You, know, you know, this is one of those situations where um, – yeah, you know, I don't know. I mean, they, I guess they don't count the grappling losses, right? Because I'm looking at his topology, and it's like, it says 10-0, and 0, but yeah, he's got like a grappling loss in 2020. <laughs> he's got another one in 2019, so uh, whatever. Listen, I, I'm I'm going to go ahead here and, and take Fabian Edwards. I do like that it's, uh, you know, plus, plus, uh, plus 195. I'm like, wow, couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. So... Yeah, you know, I'm going here, but I'm selecting this with confidence. I'm I'm betting the plus 195 for Edwards with confidence. That's not a dog or pass situation. I'm not trying to be funny here. I, I would bet him if he was favored. I would bet him if he was minus 250. You know, I, I just, that's how strongly I feel about that. All right, co-main event, co-main event. Let's move right here along and wrap this, this card up. We've got De <clears throat> Mr. Caldwell. Why is that not popping up on my screen, the right name here? All right, Darian Car Caldwell. Sorry, having a pronunciation mess here. Darian Caldwell versus Leandro Higo. Okay, um, so Caldwell's 14-4. and four, Higo's 20-5. and five. This is, you know, this this has the, the makings of a really good fight. Um, you know, this this should be a good fight. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the, it's a fight I really want to see. Caldwell, minus 245, and... and Higo is the underdog at plus 260. Um, in this situation here, I am going with Caldwell. I am leaning with the favorite. Uh, I think that he, you know, his overall skill set matches up well with Higo. Um, and I think that just when you look up and down both their fight history, um, recent fights, you know, I, I just think that Caldwell has a slight advantage even with who he's faced in the past in terms of his opponents. Like if you're talking college football, like his strength of schedule, you know, is a little bit better than Higo. So, um, you know, I, I, I understand. I've heard some people who are on Higo, too. You know, I guess, you know, there's some, there's some nice things about his his fight game as well. Um, 
But, you know, I feel like, again, I feel like he hasn't fought anyone great. Um, and, you know, maybe the most, most glaring thing here is that this is a rematch. You know, they fought before. Um, Darian Caldwell fought um, fought Higo back in 2018, and, you know, uh, it wasn't good. It was a first-round uh, choke. So I don't know that that happens. You, you'd hope that Higo has improved a little bit and will be able to, you know, ward off some submission attempt in the first round, right, mind you. Um, but I think history repeats itself here. I think uh, Darian moves to 15-4. and four. He takes this win, and yeah, I don't know what's next for him. You know, he... He's a, he's a decent fighter. He's a decent fighter. I think he's good enough this evening to go ahead and pull off this win. So uh, we're going to go with uh, Darian Caldwell as one of the few, few favorites on this card <laughs> that we are going with. And I do want to say I'm confident in the Caldwell pick, betting him straight up, probably parlaying him, parlaying him with like Willis and Edwards. I'm confident with those picks. Um, those three are all ones that I really, really like. All right, let's move on to the main card, and I'm, you know, I'm not going to waste your time with the things that you know. Okay, we, we we know who Cyborg is. We know Cyborg and Smith fought in the past. Okay, we we know that Cyborg is is a tough son of a gun, right? You know, she's she's as tough as they come. She's built like a brick. Um, you know, one thing that I learned recently, which kind of shows my my. I guess how recent, right, that I've gotten into this MMA game or how seriously recently I've gotten into it, right? I didn't realize how much weight Cyborg cuts. Man, she cuts a lot of weight. And um, a lot of people have, have kind of forgotten about that. Man, I, I, I'm, here's what I'm going to say to you. I'm going with the underdog here, right? I know I'm alone on this one. Everyone is, I mean, look, the number is minus 1,430. She's a fourteen hundred and thirty favorite. Cyborg is right to win this fight over Smith. Uh, that's just out of control. Uh, you know what I'm going to say to that? I'm going to say I'm going to I'm going to bet Smith. There's just no question. I'm I'm dogger passing this fight all day every day. I'm betting Smith. I mean, you can't do anything with that Cyborg money line. Okay, you can't do anything with it. But here's what could happen because we just don't know when it's going to happen. Cyborg just gasses out. The weight cut doesn't go the way that it's gone in the past. You know, Cyborg is how old is Cyborg now? Because she looks like she's eighty. The way her face looks, I mean, she's getting taking a lot of hits. Okay, she's eight. She's thirty-five, right? She's thirty-five, and she's going to be thirty-six on the 9th of July. Okay. You know, the only person to even get in her way in recent history was, of course. Amanda Nunes, right? And Amanda Nunes just like rocked her world. First round, 2018. That was the end of that. But like, like that Felicia Spencer fight in 2019 where she go into decision. She won over Felicia via decision. Boy, Felicia took a lot of hits that fight. So here it is. Here's the, here's, here's the scenario. I think that, I think she wins round one. I think Cyborg comes in there. She pushes pushes the pace. I think that she, you know, she throws hard strikes, um, grapple, the whole deal. Um, if Smith and her coaches have been working on how to win this fight, she just needs to have good defense in the first two rounds. She needs to go ahead and, you know, be able to defend against submissions in those first two rounds. 
then she needs to have cardio like a mother in the third round and bring it at Cyborg. This is the path to victory. She catches Cyborg. You know, big favorite, not on her toes, assuming she's going to beat Smith again. Like, look, this has all the makings to me of, like, disaster. Like, I see it. Gas out Cyborg, doing the zombie walk. Leslie just hits her with a few. Just, like, to the point where Cyborg's, like, on all fours and just not hurt, just exhausted. I mean, I've been seeing this from some fighters recently. Oh, my God, it's so annoying when it happens to to the fighter you're, you're betting on. But, look, in all seriousness, you, no one's betting on Cyborg with the money line straight up. Nobody is. And if you're parlaying that, you're also kind of cuckoo. You're also not going to put the house up on Smith. What you're going to do is you're going to put a small little wager on Smith. You're going to watch the fight. You're expecting Cyborg to run through her. And if it doesn't happen and the upset hits, your little lottery ticket is making your night. And you're just like, wow, I can't believe I put 10 bucks on Smith. You know, that's my thinking. I, uh, I'm a firm believer and you got to take advantage of the dogs. This is a gigantic one. Now, with all that said, if somebody asks me, hey, Manuel, are you willing to bet your, your car, <laughs> your vehicle outside that, you know, Smith beats a cyborg, just straight up your vehicle, I would say absolutely not. Um, I would bet my vehicle, I would bet cyborgs in the win. <laughs> That's what I would do. So just understand, this is, a, this is an issue of how do we take advantage of the numbers. Vegas is going to hand this to you guys on a plate. Plus 750, it is still a fight. Anything's possible. Like in that movie, right? Any given Sunday, it's it's possible. Anything can happen here. So, all right, just to wrap this up, and um, if you're still with me, I, I hope you kind of uh, enjoy the, the angle of the breakdown here. Um, I, I think if you're going to have fun watching this card, you know, you got maybe some fighters you like or, you know, women or men that you want to you wanna push for, great, put your money on them. Maybe they're from your hometown or from your region or from your country. Uh, do it, you know. O- always support your 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 countrymen or your your local fighters. You know that that's awesome. I like to get behind the guys from Philly and New Jersey, New York. Uh, you know, I'm born born in New York, but I live in the Northeast and live next to Philadelphia. So I try to support those PA guys and stuff. It's you know, it's uh, just just natural, right? Um, but on this card, you I'm, I'm 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 promising you, I'm promising you that. These fights, like that Ghazali Felton fight, that Anaba Katsikas fight, you know, the the Neil and the Fortune fight, um, this just, you know, it's just, it, it's glaring, you know, minus nine ten for Franklin over King, Mm-mm. like there, there, some of these fights are going to go backwards, okay, and all you can do, if, because if you want to make money on this card tonight, um, then don't bet the whole card, just don't bet at all. <laughs> Because this thing is going to be a mess. It's going to be sideways and upwards and downwards. It's like a if you had your heart, you know, when you have that heart machine, you have your heart connected to it, and it's like beep, 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 beep. It's going to be like that. One minute you're going to be like, oh, my gosh, the, the, the dog won. Yeah, yeah, you know, boom, boom on your face. So I'm not betting this card with the idea that I'm going to walk away with more money in my hands than I did when I started the card. I'm only going to be betting this card from an entertainment standpoint. Thinking that, hey, if a few things go my way, maybe I win a few hundred bucks, okay? Um, and so that would be my angle. You know, I'm going to evaluate how, th- how the night goes. You know, if 
the night starts off really nice and warm. You know, let's say Davis goes out there and beats uh, Alexander Shibley, right? Um, you're just like, wow, okay, you picked up a few extra dollars. You want to put more down. You want to do some other stuff. Great. Just have some fun. So, yeah, just to review, here's what we're going with. We're going with Davis over Shibley, going over Johns over Sabatello, going with McCourt over Harding, taking King plus 550 over Franklin, taking Felton plus 350 over Ghazali, taking Katsikis at plus 375 over Anaba, taking Fortune at plus 220 over Neal, Taking Andrews, who's a minus 335 favorite over Awad. In the main card, going to start off with a dog or pass situation. Plus 425 guy over Lareda. Women's fight. Uh, we're going to take Willis. Plus 100. Slight dog over uh, Mason. Mendoka, Mendonca. Uh, taking Edwards. He's a plus 195 over Vanderford. Um like that pick a lot. I know that's a dog pick, but I like it a lot. Plus 195 Edwards over Vanderford. Co-main event, we're going to go with Caldwell, who is the minus 245 favorite over Higo. And then to wrap the card up, we're going to go with the surprise of the night. Smith is going to go ahead and exact her or enact her revenge and beat Cyborg in an exciting third round where Cyborg just gasses out. Uh, maybe I need to get a crystal ball here. Hopefully this happens. <laughs> anyway, um, there it is for you guys. Uh, that's the full card, the full breakdown. Um, I will say this: um, in that main card, in the main card where you've got Caldwell, you know, I like him a lot. I would parlay Caldwell, Edwards, and Willis. I like those guys. Um, you know, uh, other really solid people that I like on this card is uh, Andrews in the prelim. You know, he's minus three thirty-five, so not really my cup of tea when it comes to putting him into a parlay. But. Um, yeah, you could have some fun with this card. Um, you know, I, I suggest you, you, you bet with caution. And don't take this card too serious. Um, you know, like, UFC is different. It's a whole different situation. It's, you know, it's like, you know, it's just different. You know, Bellator, you have people fighting on this card who literally have fought, you know, maybe just a few fights. So, anyway, I wish you guys the best of luck this weekend. Um you know, we're going to do a recap on Saturday night after UFC's event um, to give you guys a sort of a, a semi-live. It'll be right after the fight's over, just a, a recap of the events of the night. We will not be doing that for Bellator, though, unfortunately. It's just not the time on the schedule right now. So um, anyway, thank you guys for, for stopping by. Uh, if you like the video, um, or maybe you have to wait a few days. If you win some money, <laughs> if tonight you go to the you go to the cards and you you place a few wagers and, and some of these nutty uh, dogger passes that I've, I've mentioned here hit for you, come on back. Give us a thumbs up. Subscribe. But if you don't win tonight and, you, and none of this stuff pans out for you, then either don't come back or come back and give me a thumbs down. Come back and write on the page that, you know what, all this information was completely useless. So all joking aside, I wish everyone here the best of luck tonight. Enjoy the fights tonight at Bellator. Tomorrow night is going to be UFC. Got a nice, exciting weekend. Uh, I know there's some Invicta going on as well. So for all you MMA fans out there, let's get locked and loaded and have a wonderful weekend. All right, thanks again. This is Manuel Galarza with MMA Fight Club and wishing you a wonderful weekend. Peace out.